How goes it, everybody? So three weeks ago, almost four now, today being Friday, Curb Your Enthusiasm returned to HBO for its final season, season 12. And as a companion piece, Susie Espen and Jeff Garland are doing a podcast starting with the pilot and moving forward, sharing behind the scenes stories and, you know, insider information and opinions on the episodes in the same manner as Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli did with The Sopranos. I bring this up only because not an advertisement for either of those. However, both great if you're into those shows. But I bring this up because, in my opinion, it's it's super easy, really cool, but super easy to do those kind of podcasts because you have some source material. The way we have this thing going, uh, we don't have that luxury. However, maybe one day we will go back and listen to all the podcasts and do a podcast about the Hama Man podcast. Or maybe somebody in our listening audience could do that very thing and take each episode one by one, listen to it, dissect it, and uh, share their thoughts and feelings on those. But anyway, I digress. So the reason I even brought any of this up is because I was thinking about this show that my wife and I watch on Netflix called Love is Blind. And somehow, some way, my TikTok algorithm is almost only exclusively... TikToks about this season. I think it's season six of Love is Blind. Now, I could talk about Love is Blind and most stuff for hours on hours. And there's just endless, endless things to talk about. But because of life and work and my children's schedules and my family schedule, I am only able to currently put out an episode per week. And there is zero way I'd be able to cram all that into a week-long episode so we keep it real tight and specific to, you know, what we want to talk about relative to our experiences. But I will tell you, this is part of my experiences is that I just watched yesterday, I think the, the last three episodes that are now available became available yesterday, and my wife and I binged watched those episodes, and... You know, again, don't talk much during the episodes, and then we just watched it. So it's just a lot different watching something with women than men because, you know, if you come out of a movie theater after seeing a movie with your your bros or, you know, your dad or whatever, you spend the time driving home just talking about the movie you just saw and your highlights. Oh, this was the best part. Oh, I loved it when he said this line. And all that good stuff. But this is just like, you know, it's it's overload. And, um, you know, so the last thing you want to do is break it down after three straight hours of this TV show. You want to let it you want to let it set in a little bit. But then in the morning when you wake up and you're making your breakfast or you're drinking your morning coffee and you start to, you know, you open up your TikTok, you're going to do some scrolling just to, you know, before you start communicating with people. And the whole world is commenting on this show, at least in my algorithm. They're making all the points that you want to make to your wife or your significant other. And all those boxes are checked. It's just another thing. 
that's now really off the table for you and your significant other to share because you're just going to be reiterating what somebody else said. You're going to be like, oh, did you see that TikTok where the guy said, or this person made a great point, or, you know, once I saw this, I realized. So the easiest thing to do is just forward those TikToks on to the significant other, and then they can watch it, and then they can either, you know, give you the thumbs up, the heart emoji, send you one back, or, or you know, whatever they're going to do. But you don't end up talking about it. You don't need to because all the talking has been done for you by other people. There are no hot takes left on the table. I would love nothing more than to do a podcast on my favorite things. Like I would do an episode by episode podcast about The Wire or, you know, an episode dedicated to like a deep, deep dive into the characters of Murtaugh and Riggs. That is a lethal weapon reference for the uninitiated, but even a podcast about the imagining of what Christmas Day must have felt like in John, scratch that, Holly Gennaro's house in California after the whole Nakatomi thing. Are the kids jumping on John and he's like, hey, you know, I feed her a little cut up or does she say, hey, I would have loved to have you come back and, you know, we could have... uh you know, had romance, but the fact is, is that, uh, you know, you get your feet are cut up and I really don't want blood on my sheets. So it's sofa city for you or whatever, you know, I could do that all day long, but I fear that nobody wants to hear it. I just fear that this will forever have to be a podcast or podcast that live in my head in my head alone. I don't know. Maybe this is a way of me putting it out there and just seeing you know, what comes back. Maybe nothing comes back. Or maybe a bunch of you flood the inbox, the voicemail, the IMs or DMs with, hey, it's a great idea. I'd love to hear that podcast. In fact, I'd love to be a part of it with you. And maybe week to week when Ben is out or can't make it or, you know, I have to justify the expenditure of the Rogecaster, my new piece of equipment. That's just the way I am. That's just what I do. So maybe someone's like, hey, I surely would love to podcast about this. And I'd love to sit in and podcast. And maybe I consider it. And then again, maybe I don't. Um, Who knows? But I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Either way, I went over five minutes again. Here's episode 311. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? It is episode 311 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So I didn't get a flying V. And I that that in itself sounds like I'm complaining, but I did get the road podcaster or roadcaster system to podcast from. So the mic should sound a little bit different. I don't know if it's going to be better or worse. We'll only know after this episode because yeah. although I messed with it for the last week and a half, it's there's so many different things and options. 
at some point, even I get tired of it and I'm like, I'll work on that tomorrow. And then I pick up where I left off and I forgot the stuff that I learned how to do the first time and have to relearn that again. So, well, it's really fancy looking. I got a bunch of different banks of cool sounds and preset stuff that as I was putting them in, so I, I preloaded all of our, you know, bumper music or theme songs to the different segments and whatnot. And then I was like, then I have all these extra banks where you can, it has like some, some sound effects that it'll give you like, right. You know, when you, when it comes out of the box, like crowd cheering or whatnot, but I'm like, eh, I don't, you don't want them. No, I don't want them. I don't no. want them. I left them on there for now. We'll see what happens. Cause there's, I was like, Oh, I'm going to fill this up with all kinds of cool stuff. And then I was just like, this is not really, we're not going to use any of this stuff. It and looks like that thing that like Kanye West sits down in front of and like hits and makes like a song in real time in front of like you. Like the, the I mean, kind of like a little MIDI. It's got, you know, glowing lights like Justin Timberlake does it before he Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. does his spiel. So I got this. It's cool. And like we were talking about before, we could have bought two flying V's for the price of this. I'm not, again, I'm not complaining. I'm also not humble bragging. Just saying. I mean, it rules. Is that what you say? Yeah, no, it does. I think it does. And so I was super excited to use it. So I had my daughter down here, my son down here, like trying mock podcasts to see how it was going to work. And really, yeah, and I can do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm I'm not going to do this again, but I just want to show you because it, it is a and I can do this. I can make myself sound like the devil. Oh, but really, I mean, yeah. you know, that was it. That's probably the only time you're ever going to hear it. Because yeah. it's really, it's yeah, uh, you know, don't. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> They, have, I, they added that. That's that's where the the money goes. I it's funny because when you go on TikTok or YouTube and you like you know you do the, I want to see the reveal. Like what are the cool things that this thing does? The guy will obviously use those preset like voice disguiser. Like what's really the application for that? And uh, over the years listening to radio, you'll hear somebody do a segment where they're they're the devil or they're you know there's a megaphone one where you can talk through a megaphone, but. I feel like you almost have to pre-write out bits where you know you're going to use those things. Because in the heat of the moment, even though I have it all in front of me, unless you have a board operator who is like ready to pounce and knows, okay, you know, during this segment, I'm going to be doing some megaphone stuff. Be ready. You're, I, it, I don't know that I'll be able to, to remember to add it in real time. Yeah, so, there may be an opportunity for that, but it's what, doubtful. What I'm not saying is, is that I could have just gotten... I could continue to do the same thing we always did without having this purchased. But I will say, because you said, oh, you bought it. No, I didn't. My wife bought it for me. Mm. Yes, it was with our joint money, but I stand true to the, hey, I I couldn't bear to do it myself. In fact, I put a bunch of stuff on Facebook Marketplace to try to justify the expenditure by making that money back. And nobody wanted any of my stuff. So I ended up throwing the couches in the garbage and I ended up... uh, Oh, you got rid of your couches. I did. I put them out and then I, I put, they were $100 for a couch and a love, leather couch, leather love seat and a recliner in front of my house. Or right, I said, hey, I have this and I got a bunch of scammers, no legitimate people. Then I said, hey, it's free. It's out front of my house. 700 people were like, is it still there? Is it still there? And I'm like, I will not be responding. Drive by and see if it is. If it isn't, I'm still getting people today and I've removed it. So I don't know how. You know, they're like, hey, I was able to get off work. Can I come get that stuff? It's like, it's not sitting out on my on the street anymore. It free changes things for sure. Yeah. You should advertise it by like how many hours, like, you know. Satin? Yeah, like I've watched The Wire five times through on mm. this couch, so you know it works. <laughs> well. 
You know, I've watched The Wire more than five times through. Like by, like miles in a car, you put like how much uh, Gordon Ramsay has been viewed. Well, now I got the t- I put a TV in the garage because I got it like that, and I now there's a reason to sit in the living room, and I got new couches, but. For what? I, we spend most of our time watching the TV in the garage, and especially as the weather is going to get better. You watch TV in the garage. That's usually reserved for sports. What do you mean? I mean, I see like... I only watch as soon as baseball starts. I buy... Now, you know me. So I get the baseball package just so I can watch the Mets. Yeah. But because you can't just buy the Mets, I watch every single baseball game from the minute I get home to the minute I go to bed every night just to justify that. Even when I'm like, I don't care anymore. I, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I have no choice. If I could That's put a crazy. TV out by the hot tub, that way I can still justify the purchase of the hot tub that nobody uses and the TV and or, I mean, the uh, the baseball package, I, I would be, I'd be ready to go. Dude, if you have the baseball package and a hot tub, that means you've arrived. <laughs> I do have both. You've arrived. Okay. They're That's not next saying. to each other, though. Yeah, but I'm saying usually in these double-gated communities like this, if someone has their garage open, mm-hmm. that's like the sign. Mm-hmm. That's like the come on by if the garage is open and come watch that's sports. That's definitely not what I got going on. You don't think people are... I would like to do, you know, the the screen that pop, that comes down in front of your garage and then it has a service door, so like bugs don't get in or whatnot. Yeah. But I would keep the service door locked. So people could come up and I'd be like, I would just talk to them through the screen at best. You want it to be like one of those iPhone safety screens where like... <laughs> You could see, like you you could see out, but right. they can't see in. Yes, so I, I don't know. It. That's usually like a. I don't live in one of those communities, but like, you know, over <clears throat> on Wild Rose, uh, in Sherville, like that's the thing. You like you people just walk around the neighborhood, and if something's open, they stop in and they start drinking your beer and like t- I'm telling you about their day. Doesn't that sound good? That that was happening at my neighbor's house, and he was all about it for like two years, and then finally he shut it down. I you, told him from day one, like, this is going to be, you, you're setting a precedent. Yeah, you're and telling people come over. He was also the president of the association, so people would be like, hey, just quick question on this. Like, I was like, you, this, is, this is doomed to fail. That sounds like the same people that get into politics. Like, why do you want, <laughs> why do you want human, inter- like, why do you want interaction that much? Why do you want interaction from people that you normally wouldn't interact with? That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I sometimes turn the lights off in my house. Just in case people walk by. Just like, on Halloween? Yeah, I park my car down the street. <laughs> just so people aren't there and, you know. Well, so I got this. And I also, we got these couches I talked about. So I'm like, I am I was trying to tell my wife, like, I'm not buying a Valentine. There's there's no need for me to buy a Valentine's gift for you. I'll buy one for my daughter. But, like, I we got the couches. You know, that's a huge expenditure. Like, why do you need something else in addition to that? But that's not a real question, right? I did end up purchasing her flowers, uh, roses, you know. Okay. And uh, the flower shop was like, hey, we, you're lucky, lucky you called today, which was the Monday of the Valentine's week. They go, we have these special like red roses with a purple. They go, what color do you want? And I said, well, it's Valentine's Day. So love red. Like, is there another option? Same color as your couch. To which they said, uh, well, there's this new, like, purpley tinted, violet tinted red. And I'm like, cool, whatever. Just go with those. And so the lady goes, okay, one last, uh, you know, address. What What do you want on the note? And I'm like, well, does it really have to be anything on the note? I'm sending flowers. Isn't that say enough? I'm the husband. Dude, I know you're not best behavior, Ben, but what's going on? I always send flowers yeah, for I Valentine's know. Day. No, I'm saying you're like, we got a couch. Yeah. I don't need to put a card 
Yeah. On this. Yeah, but so I guess the card thing, what they weren't asking, they weren't saying it's going to cost more money for the card. But I'm like, the point is, is she knows where the the flowers are coming from. And then the lady's like, well, you never know. And I'm like, okay, then just put my name on it. You know, happy Valentine's Day from Dave. And she's like, good enough. That's fine. And then she goes, I just need one more thing. Give me your credit card number. Gave her the credit card number. She goes, what time does she start work? What time does she end work? Because they're going to be delivered at work. So she could be the envy of all of her coworkers. Okay. And um, so I tell her that information. I give her the credit card number. And I'm like, oh, wait, do me a favor. Don't run the credit card until the day of the of actual Valentine's Day. Right, right, right. And she goes, ooh, I just ran it. It's been, you know, it's confirmation. So we'll go ahead and make sure. And I go, but, but here's the thing. It's going to send a message to my wife's phone. Now the discover app, cause everything's on phones. All she these looks apps, at every transaction. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not every, but I mean, I think at least once or twice a week, you flip through it to see, Hey, where are we at with the discover? Cause she likes right. to spend the discover points. Pay it off. So there's month. a, there's a good chance that she's going to look at it. And I'm like, right, right. and the lady's like, Oh, I didn't think about that. And I'm thinking you are in the flower business. Why isn't that like something you have next to the phone? Like ask the customer this, ask the customer this, and then to suggest to them, hey, is it cool if we just don't run it? And she's probably going to say, because someone could say, yeah, do this. Don't run it until, and then the credit card's bad. I get it. Yeah. That's, I guess, why you got to pay cash. But I was like, man, like, what a folly. It what does seem potential. like that would be like the best practice thing that they do. That can't be the first time they've run across that. Either way, my wife did not happen to look at the Discover card between Monday and Wednesday, so we were good. We were good. Smart. So what did bad behavior Ben do? No, it's best behavior Ben. Or best behavior Ben. Yeah. I'm. <clears throat> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, even if you're married a billion years or whatever, you when you go to the couches, what we did, you, it has to be something sentimental, right? I mean, it just has to be. Like, that's not even... We can sit you. together on the couches. Well, that sounds nice. You could smoke a cigar on them. No, leather, and it's indoors. You should smoke inside on Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, just well, make an exception. You don't feel like that's a romantic purchase, or like, hey, if you're making a purchase for the okay, here's a, here's a perfect example. We didn't need them. She wanted them. Cool. You want them? Go get them. That's fine. But then you make this large expenditure. And then a week later is Valentine's Day, and it's like, hey, don't forget, it's Valentine's Day. Got to show that you love. It's like, yeah, I, but I did do. show I loved you because I agreed to purchase these things we didn't need. Right. Well, I, I, you know, but I'm still smart enough to know that chances are she she got me something, and she deserves something herself. So flowers, but she'll also be the first person that's like she'll acknowledge the flowers, and then they'll sit on her counter and die within. You know what I mean? Like the, the flowers are are a huge. Huge waste. Yeah, Except they are. for, I guess, if you're dating or you're trying to uh, woo a new trying lady. To, trying to pitch woo. And you want to have her at work. That's the only place it's worthwhile. Like, you want other ladies to see, like, your lady got flowers, right? Yeah. It, it's one of those things that you just, I don't make the rules. You just have to do. Well, it's like, like, just, the, it's like the just podcast. We're podcasting. And if you, if you don't get feedback, it's like, oh, we, we assume people thought it was good. But if you send flowers to somebody and there's an audience for it, then it's it's a you, you there's some return on the right, investment. Right, right, right. Like she she would come home and like, oh, all the ladies were just blown away by the fact these were they all said they were the most beautiful flowers. But if you if she's you know at home uh, working from home that day and the flowers get delivered, she puts them in a vase, she puts them on the on the counter, and there's no extra. 
She needs to, her friends need to look at her like you are the luckiest lady on the planet. Right, right. That's the benefit. Their friends should see it. That's very helpful. Because don't you think most women are do everything they do for other more for other women than they do for men? Yeah, well, they definitely dress for other women. Yeah, yeah, or or other men. But that that doesn't. So which way are you going? Fifty fifty. Yeah, there's no argument to be made. Yeah, I guess. Well, women. Definitely do dress for other women as far as like not like not like sexy stuff, but just mm. like you know, you don't think so. What do you mean? You don't think like if a woman's lost a bunch of weight or is feeling good about herself and is going out with her other girlfriends, regardless if she's looking to, even if she's absolutely not looking to entice men, she wants to look good for her girlfriends. So yeah, she wants so to they're look like jealous or they're like, hey, look at you know, look at how good, yeah, you look. but it kind of comes back to the same thing like they want to go, like, oh, look. Guys will look at you more because of that outfit, but they do want them to see it. But if I if I was to meet with you, you'd be wearing the same hoodie and and, and t shirt as I would be, you know, or or similar. Like both of us are going out. Like we might have been sitting on our couch five minutes earlier. There's never a time where I'm meeting you for a beer and I'm like, hey, I need to put cologne on. I need to make sure my hair no, is moved no, up no, right, no. you know, or I need to have a hat that isn't stained or you know what I mean. Yeah. So no, for sure, no way chicks doing that when they go out to meet their friends. They're Done up. Yeah, I think they really like when they go, oh, cute blouse. She, she, my wife will go around with me where she's just like in her regular everyday look. But when she hangs out with her friends, it's like, yeah, leather yeah. boots and your, you know, your best purse and all right, that stuff. Right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's a real thing. But you do have to, you do have to get flowers or something. I, I don't think, and I know we don't socialize, socialize out at like restaurants, but I don't remember you ever dressing up for me or seeing you and going, man, really, you know, is this for me? No, I showed up in pajama pants one time to the podcast. That was the, I I think I showed up and and declared I gave up. Yeah. I think there might've been a time where you slept in front of my house, but I'm not, I can't can't say for sure. (laughs) Might've. You're like, at least I went a block away. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Save your, save you, your neighbors. I was sleeping in my car in a park nearby (laughs) and then I just, yeah, then I just drove up. Who is more pathetic than a furniture salesman? Oh, Think about, okay, anybody who goes into sales is a special person, but I feel like real estate, top of the food chain as far as like being a salesperson, because if you sell, I mean, a good real estate person, and I say this because my mom's in real estate. Right. And so if you're selling large properties and you're on a roll and people are saying, go to this person, if somebody says, hey, this person did a great job, go to them and you are, they're serious about buying a house you're going to sell their house or you're going to get them into a new house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But nobody goes like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta see Carl over at the room place. I just built a, I, we just bought a recliner. Carl treated us good. You forget the dude's name. The minute you walk out, the if store. you remember for cars, like I'm, I'm thinking about looking for a car because my, uh, Oh nine base package is trying to die really hard. And so, you know, I go, do you know what person? And it's like, yeah, go see this person at that mm-hmm. place. They were good to me. You don't go like, and, you know, in the in the market for an ottoman, go, go see right. Carl. Right. And that's interesting. Like, when you walk into a furniture store, you'll have these people. Like, I noticed they, they must work on a system where they all keep track of what's going on. So, like, Carl walks up to you as you walk in. Hey, how are you guys doing? Are you looking for anything specific? Can I show you anything? And you go, no, we're just here to browse. And Carl will say, at every furniture store, same thing. It's like, cool. I'm going to be over here. I'll check in on you guys in a couple minutes. You will not be bothered by any other salesperson in that store. They No other person will come up where you have to go, hey, I'm already working with Carl. 
because right. they must have the earpiece or they know like, okay, I get the next customer, yeah, you know, and they must keep a list. So well, I don't think they have the same kind of flow, right? I mean, like there's not like 80 people coming in at once. No, like there's a family, not. you get the family, there's, say there's three salesmen. Yeah, but if I come out of the bathroom and I miss the last five people and I think it's my turn up in the rotation, I, nobody jumps the line. Everyone seems to... Yeah. Okay. And even on a good day, what do you, what do you think you get? What percentage do you think of a piece of furniture a furniture salesman gets? I don't know. 10%? 10, 15? I mean, the amount of stuff you have to move in order to make this a, a good, worthwhile investment in your time as far as to be a career. It just sounds horrible. Like, why do you need someone to go, here's how you sit on this? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what? what, 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 Those people don't stay in the business, right? Because if that's all you're bringing to the table, you're probably not sticking around. Right, but when you shopped for a couch, did they tell you things about the couch that you needed to know? Um, I guess maybe you would be like, hey, I like this couch, but we're thinking about a different color. And they'll be like, oh, well, if you just look right here, there's a, there's a swatch board with the other four options. Yeah. I just, I don't know why they're there at all. I don't either. But notice, think about last time you went furniture shopping. It seems like the average age of a furniture salesperson, man or woman is like 45. They don't have young people doing that job. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. I mean, it just sounds... So I went down the list. And I'm like, okay, shoe salesman, I still feel like... I don't even know why you do that. Is that... Do you think shoe salesman... Never been one. Do they get paid like a waitress? No, I don't think so. So you get an actual salary. Like, hey, we're paying you $15 an hour to be in the store, mine the store, and... Well, you get something every shoe you sell. If you go to like a fleet feet, you know, like a running specific store, that makes sense because they can go, what kind of running are you doing? And you got to put it through a computer and analyze their feet. But I'm talking general. I'm talking about uh, shoe and pouring. Yeah. What what, what do you think? Do they just get a, this is the hourly rate? I think so. And then incentives for how many shoes, if you sell this amount of shoes, you get $5 for every shoe you sell. I'd still rather be a shoe salesman than a couch salesman. Okay. Any day of the week. Car salesman. Any day. Yeah. Well, then you get to wet your beak a little bit, but I still, I'm dreading doing any of this because I'm just dreading them calling me going, Hey, uh, I talked to the manager last week for you and they can drop it 300 bucks. Like I just don't want it. That's going to be horrible. Plus, you know, that, uh, buying a car is going to be a four hour event. At least, but I'm bringing hours. I'm bringing you. <laughs> well, we'll make that real quick because it's like, hey, this is what I'm willing to spend, and that if you can't make that happen, I got I got to go. But you have to be ready to leave. You have to be ready to leave, and you could drop your business card. Hey, this is my phone number. If anything changes, I, I so car salesman still better. I do really need to bring you for this. We talked about it quite a bit in the past. And I think we should actually see how the rubber hits the road. Should I dress differently? Should I be more formal? Or does it matter to you? I think, um, I think you should have a collar. <laughs> just okay. In case like a polo, like a golf style. Yeah. So yeah. Is, is a clothing salesman better than a, than a furniture salesperson? Yeah. Cause they seem to like care a little bit. Like, you know, I guess the, the difference is most of these things car, you have to make a little bit of money. Shoe or clothing, you can you can sort of go like, hey, that looks good on you, or give a real opinion, like, that's not your style. Dude, again, the furniture, it's like, oh, man, you look really good on that lazy boy. Most jobs have room for growth, and I feel like the only growth you get is to management, And if you're a furniture salesperson. Like, you don't, I, do, do they say, hey, uh, you know, you start out at a, uh, at, at a, um, 
the room place and you end up at a penny mustard, like, Hey, let me show you all the sale. Like, let me, let me get your last quarter of yeah, sales. Yeah. Like, you, it has to be something like that. Or did, and what if, what if you're, you're disheveled? Could you, if you know what I'm saying, does a penny mustard say, well, like your stats show, but yeah. you're, you're kind of, you're not attractive. If you want to get out of uh, race car beds and bunk beds, you're going to have to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, and let me ask you this last question, because this is where I think this is sort of matrixy. Do you, have you ever met in real life a furniture salesman? Uh, I think it was a woman when I went to the, like Walter E. Smith or wherever. I, I mean, I mean, I know you met one at the store. I'm saying oh, in, in everyday life, life does, has anyone ever been like, uh, you know, hey, this is this is Joan. She's my wife. She sells furniture, or you know, a dude no. like, hey, this is my best buddy Brian. Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I I sell furniture over at uh, you know, no. wherever. No, never. So, is our furniture salespeople real people? I don't think so. Do they? Are they like? Do they do they live outside the furniture store? No, I think has anybody they, looked into this? I think like if you're like a, a a policeman like that lives in a rough area, like where you and you work there, he's like don't bring it up. I think they do the same thing. And now I move on to that whole idea of like, okay, you're you're on some sort of dating app. How long do you wait? You remember when George was like trying to wear hats and then they were like, well, dude, at some point you're going to have to acknowledge your ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how long into a, a, a dating, a blind date through an app? Because if you if someone introduces you, they're going to be like, well, what does he do for a living? Well, he's a furniture salesman. You There's not much room. Someone's yeah. going to ask, like, is he employed? Does he live with his parents? No, he owns his own house. And, oh, he has, a, he has a full head of hair. Okay, that's great. How tall is he? He's over six foot. Yeah. He... he he works out. He stays in, he's generally in yeah. decent shape as far as the average. Cool. What's he do for a living? He sells furniture. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And I feel like we're disparaging furniture salesmen, but we I, are. I can't think, well, I guess, but I can't think of a profession that would make you lose a mate quicker. Yeah. I mean, so, even like bra salesmen, like again, <laughs> to go to George, at least then they'd be like, well, they've seen breasts. And you, and you, you, if you're a good bra salesman, you understand that one size does not fit all. And there are subtleties and nuances and you would understand a woman's plight. Yeah. Where, it, where like if you're, if your woman was like ordering bras off the internet and you're like, can't you just go to Kohl's? And she's like, no, I have to buy this expensive bra because you know, one boob is bigger than the other. And you, so you have, uh, you know, I had to buy it from the manufacturer who made one large cup once, whatever they do. And there's the outside chance on a first date. If you're a bra salesman, they'll be like, what do you think of these? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a perk. Or the guy could look at you and be like, I don't even have to know hooks in front. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And that's sort of a parlor trick. That's like something you could do at a bar. You could walk up to a lady and be like, buckles up front. Yeah. Like some people make a pencil disappear. Yeah. Right. And but, some people go like, what can a what can a furniture salesman do? A strong C hooks in the front, um, you know. So what can a furniture no, salesman no do? No wire. Oh, they, they just can go like. I bet you watch a lot of rom coms. Now here's the thing: furniture salesman, bottom of the bottom of the totem pole. Okay. Yeah. Top of the totem pole, furniture builder. You see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. In the furniture world, if you if you are a man who could make beautiful furniture, you're the envy of all women. Or all men and all women, they're just like, dude, this guy can make his own furniture. I don't have to go to the store. I could get top quality furniture. And if something breaks, he can fix it. So you take all that out of the, out of the equation. You can't be a car builder because you can't build a car in your garage. Right. You know, you could, I guess. But 
furniture builder, you could. Yeah, I think if, if a woman was dating a guy and he's like, I have a slab of black walnut and I'll make you this beautiful coffee table, she's staying around at least till yeah, she gets that table. No doubt about like, it. Like, for sure. And she's going to tell her friends, which yeah. leads me to another thing that really bothers me. This will surprise you. I was talking about getting rid of those couches and chairs uh, at work. And one of the ladies I worked with was like, oh, hey, call call my man, call my boyfriend. He could help you take that stuff down uh, to the dump if you need his help. And, I'm, and I said, again, this stop volunteering. Wow. If he wanted to, he would. I'm not going to ask him because I don't want him to ever ask me for any favors. On top of that, women are famous for telling other people that their mate will do something that they think would be a nice thing. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe he's got something else to do and I know he would do it, but I think it's unfair for you. I would never tell somebody if they're like, Oh, I need this done or that done. You know, I'll tell you what, I'm having a hard time keeping my house clean. Uh, I'll send my wife over. She, right. She yeah, clean your yeah, house. yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Okay. New bachelor. You got a new space. And you're like, if you were like, I don't know the correct way to actually clean a bathtub. I've never done it. Let me, let me, I'll have my wife come over on Friday. Yeah. Right like, after she gets off work, I'll send her directly over. You, to have, clean marble, your you have marble countertops. My wife's got a great solution. Yeah. I'll send her by. She'll clean your kitchen. Men don't do that. Men do, ne they never, that as far as I know, offer their wife up to do work for other men. No, women, I mean, however, will offer their man up to do work for men and women. Yeah, well, you go, they'll go like he's he's got an aerator. He'll knock your right. lawn out this weekend. And some of it might be like, why? Well, I, I need to justify the fact that he needed to buy this truck. You need a truck. I didn't want him to have this truck. He doesn't really do anything truck related. So now, you know what? I got something for him for that truck. Yeah, maybe that's what it comes down to. But yeah, they're like, you wanted this. A lot, lot of volunteering. He goes to the gym a lot. He likes to lift weights so he can help you move the couch. Now, I would have asked this guy specifically for help, but now I won't because I'm like, you, now you've, you've, you've tainted this for me. Yeah, it's not, it's not really fair. It's not fair at all. I've never been like sent to go like, you have a fridge. Well, you do have like a fridge in your garage and mm -hmm. a couch. Uh, ben loves to drink beer and sit on a couch. He'll come by this, I would say, Sunday. <laughs> You're right. He'll be there before the game so he can get it nice right. and ready. Right. Yeah. So anyway, it's just something I noticed and about the uh, furniture salesman. I'm like, I started to think, I was sitting there and going like, what is the, what is the one jo a job worse than this as far as the opposite sex? The, what job would be worse than this as far as attractiveness to the opposite sex? I don't know. I can't. I even if know. even if you're a man and a woman's like, I'm a furniture salesperson, I'd be like, next. But then, dude, they got to wear suits too, right? I mean, if they're good. Dude, you got to put on a at, suit. At least they wear a, a golf polo and, you know, slacks. You got to dress business you, appropriate. You, you do. Yeah, you do. To you, sell. You better. That's, hor that's horrible. That's yeah. like when I used to work at Olive Garden, we had to wear a shirt and tie. I had to do that when I worked at the grocery store. And I, I loved it. I didn't mind it. You loved it? Yeah. I'm a shirt and tie kind of guy. I like the accessory. I don't know what it is. People are either tie people or they're not tie people. There are zero people in between. That I for don't. Sure. I, I think I'll start getting my ties or my shirts, but with more neck room. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have a particularly large neck, but I feel like I'm being choked every time I wear a shirt. Have you ever gone to a suit store, or do you always buy like your dress shirts from Kohl's or, or TJ Maxx or wherever? Um, yeah, I think it was like a place that one time. For a funeral, like I, I had them like tailor it and all okay. that, but like still, did it feel? Well, better? I had several of them tailored, but still, not dress shirts. You don't get tailored. You tailor a suit. 
I think you tailor the shirt too. The actual you bought a dress shirt and had the shirt the neck tailored. Yeah, well, uh, you get the neck the right size, and then you have the rest right. taken in. Okay, so but I'm saying somebody See, I'm built like a triangle. You, okay, you, you remember know? the story I told you about the lady that enticed me to spend all the money? Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the she kept su- saying how good you looked in the yeah. suit, and so you're like, yeah, I'll take it. So you actually went somewhere where they were like, hey, this is the right fit because it doesn't matter. One shirt doesn't cost more than the other. They're just looking for the one that's going to fit you correctly. So they they don't really have a yeah. they don't have a dog in that fight. Right. So if you do that, someone should gear you toward one that is not strangling you. You would think. Well, I, I, maybe in my experience was before that because then nothing's worse than a puffy. Mm-hmm. You know, this feels like a Seinfeld episode, but a, a puffy shirt, it's awful. Like it looks so horrible. So I always end up just you know they 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 tailor it and they make it tighter and then I'm less mm. comfortable. Yeah. I went to a place, I went to a wedding, I don't know, um, last year and there's a place that like rents suits, mm. but you can also buy them. Not like a, it was like a Dunhill, it was like right. Black Tux or something in yeah. the city. Got a really cool looking suit, but still uh, there's the problem with the neck. What it's was no really good. cool about it? I mean, a suit's a suit, right? It was, no, I mean, it was, I don't know, like, like you say, if you go to like somewhere nearby, like, I don't know, like. It a, was like a more contemporary to what's in style today, like just didn't look like a suit my dad would wear. Yeah. You know well, back mean? in those days, everything's boxy. And now it's like, it's very fitted to, tailored to like whatever your build is. I do, I'm glad that's going away too. I was talking about that the other day. Remember when like it was super cool to wear really, like LeBron James would have a suit that just looked like, it looked like he was wearing his girlfriend's suit. Yeah. Like yeah. in their, just past his like knee. Yeah. And then he's got sandals on or some sort like of like. Girl a, shoes. Yeah. And he's holding like a bag. <laughs> it's so weird to see the most masculine men. Yeah. Trying to be like fashion conscious, which is so dumb. It's all athletes though. Yeah. But which, like Jordan uh, used to have be, big baggy suits. Let's be honest. Do you do you really think now I'm talking about outside of boxing and MMA or anything that's like a fight sport? Do you think that athletes, although they're doing athletic manly things and they're built and they're strong and they're in shape, are they you think they're really manly? The dudes that play professional sports? No, but you look like it. Now, you know what I mean? I would say basketball players up until the, you know, the late 90s, baseball players in the 70s, 80s, 90s, definitely manly. But nowadays, it's like everybody, you'll see baseball teams like on Instagram will have like, if you, whatever team you want to follow, it'll always show the dudes arriving and they'll always be the most style, like, you know, you know alligator oh, suits. And yeah. It's like, okay. Relax yourself. Well, football is the most egregious with that, right? They show them get off the bus mm-hmm. and they're out of their fancy car. And they're walking the tunnels of the place. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, Joe Burrow from like the Bengals have like his black turtleneck and a big chain and stuff. It's kind of silly. And then they'll interview all the guys and they'll be like, who's the most stylish on the team? And then, you know, everybody will get put their two cents in. I, that's what makes me long for like athletes of the 70s and 80s that were just straight up trash you know what yeah, i mean they just yeah. didn't care didn't even their mustaches were uneven they're dipping their teeth yeah there's no a public image right they're just like, i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna have this large mustache and i drink. saw a story about tommy lasorda and i want to say so it was will clark telling the story who's a giant's first baseman and he said that they're playing a game against uh lasorda who's the manager at the time i don't remember it was the dodgers or who what team they were playing but he says he keeps on seeing a guy walking down the first baseline from the outfield into the dugout like every day because they played like a series, like so four games or whatever. And the guy's carrying a five-gallon bucket. And then he goes in the dugout and then he comes back out and he like between innings, he walks back down the line. 
So one day he was asking somebody, he's like, dude, what's, what's with the dude with the bucket? And they're like, oh, Lasorda, you know, he had bowel issues. So there was no access to the bathroom. So he would just be in the dugout shitting in the bucket. No yeah. way. Yes. I will post, if I could find the story again, I'll post it. Oh, I'm like crazy to me. That, but that to me is like one of the, a great baseball story. It's like yeah. just Tommy Lasorda. If you ever see anything with it, he does not care. Well, he's past now, but you know what I mean? That's yeah, just yeah. that old school, like dudes being dudes. Like, I don't, I got to take care of this business. I can't, you know, I don't have time to stop. I still right. got to see who's on deck. I might have to call, call over the that's, bullpen. That's a slot bucket. That's so crazy. <laughs> but dude. somebody's job was to carry it empty and then carry it back full. Now, did he throw it in a dumpster or was he responsible for flushing it down the toilet, washing it out and having it right? The and the day? cameraman never like got footage of him maybe, walking with a turd maybe, bucket. But you know, I probably enough people know not to make mention of it while they're calling the game. That's so I would bring it up. But if you remember back then in the 80s and ni- probably the 90s, Tommy Lasorda was a, a, a pitch man for Jenny Craig or like some weight loss stuff. So it's pro- yeah, slim, slim fast. fast. So yeah, probably yeah. his guts were just on fire and he's like, I have it's too much of this slim fast. Yeah, he really just lost his weight because of diarrhea <laughs> chronically over a five year period. So but, last thing about clothes. Yeah, I brought this up to the lady and she was. It's so funny. We were in the car and I go, you know, has anyone ever? And then I stopped and she's like, what? And I go, no, I don't think this is worth it. You're like you get a thought and you go, I go, maybe I don't have to air them all out. But it, it, she mm. prodded, you know, like white tank tops. Like, you know, you like the Italian fellas. Yeah. And they call an them a shirt an a shirt. Yeah. Now um, they do. Yeah. No, they call them a shirts. What is the purpose of those? Style. I know why, like, cholos wear them, so they can go, like, dunk, 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 and they can do the little cholo dance with khakis, but I was watching this show that took place in the 50s, and all the guys had them under their shirts. Style. No, under their shirts. You really couldn't see them. Right now, but when it when it's time to get down to business, or they're not any, when they're doing something informal, they're going to take it off, and they're going to be have a stylish undershirt. I don't think so. I don't think you're supposed to see Is it see because them. Italian people have a lot of chest hair and it's keeping that from sweating through their shirt? Well, she recommended that it was so you can't see their nipples. No. You don't think that's it? I just don't think it's a, it, it's not a, uh, a, a, a hard enough, thick enough fabric to keep nippleage from poking. Not really. really. Yeah. She's obviously never worn Yeah, one. marathoners don't. The women that wear tank tops, it's an actual shirt material, but those are like... Yeah. There's like soft cotton that or like one ply toilet paper. Right. But I'm saying like these, I thought they were to stop sweating. So you didn't, because you know, back in the day, you would, yeah. you, you would take measures yeah. to not ruin your shirt. Yes, I would agree. Okay. So you're wearing something that's cut around your armpits and around your neck. Where do you sweat from again? Again, it depends on what ethnicity has the most chest hair and where they're, you know what I mean? If you have a lot of chest hair. It should soak up the sweat. No problem. Yeah. So that's where your main sweating area is coming from. No, it's your armpits. Nah. Well, they don't care about that. I don't think that that's... You always see a guy that's pitted out a shirt. Oh, every time. So an A shirt specifically covers the area that you don't sweat. I mean, we're we're just working our way through this. We don't know the answer to this. So I I would say... It was save save your shirt because back in the day you kept your clothes. Being ethnically... Middle Eastern or, you know, from a Middle Eastern descent, Mediterranean. Ita- also Italian and me personally, but mm-hmm. I'm not very chest hairy, but I know a lot of people who are from both of those cultures and are very chest hairy. You want to say Greek Greeks. people. Yeah, I, w- I was going to add them to the mix. There's no shame. A lot of ladies love that. That's, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a plus. Yeah. Super There's manly. no lady. I, I, I will show me the lady that looks at Tom Selleck and goes, no, too much. They it's impossible. Yeah. 
No, they don't. It's impossible. And if you say it, you're a liar. I have some, and I've always been like, if a lady would lay her head there, I'm always like, these are going to be poking in the eye mm. and the nose. You know, I'm not Tom Selleck, but mm-hmm. I was, so so I don't. I don't Tom I don't Selleck's I, chest hair would not poke anybody in the eye because it's like spaghetti in a bowl. It's just long and soft. <laughs> they could nestle themselves. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it's not like Bart Simpson's crew cut. Yeah, that's so what pokes you. My conversation about A shirts this morning didn't go quite this lengthy. She was more like, "It's 2024. We're calling them A shirts." Yeah, okay. she uses a tanks. Yeah, if you're well, whatever. Other, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like... Uh, Look at us. As soon as I said it, I realized I shouldn't have aired that thought out because it was stupid. And also because like, you know, there's a lot... You excluded. Most people go, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, hold on. I got another 10 minutes to do on Asia. It's wait a second. <laughs> we did it. I feel like... Look, Ma. <laughs> we started from the bottom. Now we're here. I feel like an A-shirt is designed to specifically protect where you don't sweat. I feel like there's a lot of chest sweaters. They're all those people are also armpit sweaters. Okay, so they're still falling. It's a, it, it is a. Here's the thing. It's a bad. It's a bad plan. It's a it bad wasn't plan. well thought out. But it was. It's huge. People still wear them. But it also looks cool, dude. I can pin it. It looks a tank way top. cooler. To if you're wearing if you're just wearing that as your actual shirt, that's a cool look. Depending on who you are, well, what, if you, and, and how you're built. If you like ascots, they're cool too. But like, yeah, agreed. But I think that in it, uh, not one, many cultures have appropriated that shirt and done their own thing with it. And they've been very successful. I just want to know what the first person who made an A shirt tank top was like, hey, here's what this is for. And they said, I don't know. I have to think it was like a West Side Story situation where a dude had a normal undershirt and then one gang member grabbed it and he shook one way and the other gang member grabbed his other sleeve and he shook one way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then everybody was like, let's stop fighting. Let's wear a shirt. Let's, let's all rip our this. sleeves off, dude. That's our new That's our new look. I want the opposite of an A shirt. I want it to cover all the parts that that shirt isn't. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like a weird sleeve. Yeah. Just a half armpit, half sleeve. I mean, we've come a long way in underarm deodorant or antiperspirant, but I don't know that there's, and someone's going to correct me, I don't know a lot of dudes who are doing the antiperspirant on their chest. I've never heard of that. So what I'm saying is, is you have the protection on your armpits. So you could wear the A shirt because you're like, I do the antiperspirant so I won't sweat they in don't my work. arms. There's nothing strong enough. There's not enough aluminum in the world. Plus you could show off your, your shoulder tattoos. That's true. So, I mean, maybe for that. All right. right. So, so I'm done with tank tops. I, uh, I just got done with an, another audiobook. I'm going to talk about audiobooks for a minute. Okay. Or okay. probably seven. So I cannot... I told you a million times I've, I've tried to read, um, what's the, the Cormac, uh, the Cormac McCarthy book that I, I've, I've tried to read 50 Meridian times. Meridian Bloodline? Yeah, blood, Bloodline? No, the Blood Meridian. Yeah, Blood. I've tried to read it. Um, and it's not that it's not awesome cause it's, it is awesome, but I, ju- it's a, it's, it's a long, it's, it is, you got to pack seven lunches. It's, it's like, you know, it, it's a big thing to take on. I need to try it again. I so, think I think I took your recommendation, tried and bailed too. So then I listened to it, and the same thing happened. I got a little bit further, but okay. So my wife has to drive long distances to and from work a couple days a week, so she can listen while she's driving mindlessly to a book audio book. It is cheating though. People go, I read like twenty books, and it's like, well, you commuted. Uh, either way, she's consuming this information, yeah. right? I have realized that I cannot anything that is nonfiction. I cannot do audiobook because my mind wanders too much. Podcasts are different because you're listening to a conversation. You don't yeah. really have to dedicate 
like to listen to every second because, you know, growing up listening to the radio, I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time prior to getting Sirius XM where you could pause it or it, they'd play it nonstop all day. So if you're listening to Stephen Gary or Johnny B or you know any of the people I used to listen to, when you get out of your car, you're like, well, I've just missed a half hour or you're driving down the street and someone waves you down, you turn your radio down, you're talking to them, you turn it back up, a whole segment may have gone by or now you're out of context because they've moved on to another thing, right? Yeah. And you get used to that. That's the way we listen to radio. We, you, we take what we get. You can hop in and hop out. You, you should have no other choice. That's how we've been accustomed to. But with an audiobook, I constantly find myself being like, oh, I've drifted off. Now I've got to go back. Yeah. 60 seconds, 120 yeah. seconds, whatever. And it's annoying. So I will listen to books like, you know, something like David Goggins or like, I call that self-help or, or motivation sure. or leadership, stuff like that. But I cannot listen to stories because I can not pay attention. I have to only read those in an actual, you know, Kindle or, or book form. Yeah. Well, the late great Christopher Hitchens, mm-hmm. they he was very big on the written word. They asked his thoughts on it. He said he didn't like them, with the exception that if you're sitting down and just doing that, like if you're in your living room, you sit in a it's chair, very and you hard play to do it. Twenty twenty four, dude. Yeah. If you just yeah, without any kind of distraction, that's what he said, and I have found that too be true. I can do it laying in bed. I can set a 30 minute timer maybe because that's all I'm doing. But if there's anything else happening, mm-hmm. even if, even if I'm just sitting there laying there, my mind will wander. Yeah. If I'm in bed, I'm sleeping. So I've accustomed to this thing where like, I know my wife's going to turn on one of these stupid shows and I just immediately turn over and fall right asleep. So, uh, oh, 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 it's been the greatest. Go ahead. You guys have the, the bed that has separate. We do. We have a, a one bed that is a bed, but we have the maneuverable, her side moves independently of mine, mine side moves independently of ours. Isn't there and we a crack in the middle? Use, yeah, but we got a, like a mattress topper that goes over, like the egg crate stuff that okay. makes it one so stuff doesn't fall through the cracks and you know what I mean? Because otherwise you'd have to get sheets that were like for two, because it basically it's like two beds in one frame and right. they move independent. Right. Now I know I'm best behavior, Ben, right? Yeah. But like... Can there be tanglage, minglage? Yeah. What do you mean? Because if, if she's up higher than you and you're down, yeah. you can't like throw a leg on her or something. You know what I mean? It's not, I mean, it's not. So the actual part you, you lay great, on. A great ravine the top, between the, the two. The of top you. moves and the bottom moves. Yeah. The main middle part stays where it's at. You know what well, I'm saying? From neck to neck to nuts does not move. Your head can go up. Your legs can go up. That's That's it. So there's not Nothing. a great divide. There is, but if you put that mattress topper on it or what, you know what I mean? Then you could, if you wanted to, you could roll over and give her a kiss goodnight and without having any kind well, of issue where you fall into the crevasse. You have to contract your abs and get way up. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely not the, the best situation you could have, but we bought it thinking, oh, we could sit up and read or really at this right. age, it's all about when you eat salsa and you have uh uh, what do you call it? Uh, acid acid reflux. reflux. In the middle of the night, my bed is like sitting straight up and <laughs> right, down. Right. I got so that for going that, on. it's great. But then it takes that fitted sheet because her bed side is down and now mine is up and it pulls it off the one side. And then she, then in the morning, it's not worth it to me. I should have just, I should just <laughs> grin oh, and bear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I guess I was just, I was talking about that. For some I wouldn't the do other it. Day. If you're asking me, it's not a, it's not a worthwhile purchase and we wouldn't do it again. No, I wouldn't do it. Cause again, best behavior, but like, you know, I like to throw a leg or an arm around, and I'm thinking if they're different height levels, and I if mean, you're but not, you got you got time right now because you're not married, and so right. really, just worry about what you're sleeping and getting your rest. I mean, that's okay. 
later on down the line for, you know, if you were to get married and things got serious. Okay. But I'm just telling you, it's not worth it. Now we got these couches that are electronic. So, you know, you used to pull the handle like your car, whereas the crank window. Yeah. That's how our old couch used to be. You pull the crank, the bottom comes out. Yeah. And you can stretch your back out and lay the thing out. It all works on on metal you yeah. know, pieces. This right. one, it's electric. And it takes you three minutes to deplane. If the, someone's at the door, you can't just thrust <laughs> right, your body right. forward. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. the dog's barking to go out. We're yelling at our daughter, like, get up and let the dog out. And she's like, I'm, I'm trying to adjust the couch to where I can actually stand. Yeah. So, you know, it's problematic. But anyway, books on tape or audio books, audio books. My cousin Lisa, I posted it on our on our, our page. She was on a podcast talking about a couple of books that she wrote, a book of poetry and yeah. uh, and two novels. I got her poetry. So I started to think, because they made her read a part of her book. Uh, they're saying, hey, read a segment for mm. us. So I want to take you real quick. Hold on a second. Let me find this. So with this new, this new cool thing, um, I do want to sh- stop for a second and share some phone calls. All right. Okay. And so this is going to be, it's going to be poignant. So check this out. So this is the this is the call you'll get to where it'll it'll get to where where I'm going with this. Hey, hey, my man, team. This is Nathan. I'm uh, leaving you a message here. I got three topics to bring up here. Cut them all out, or cut some of it out, or whatever. But um, first of all, I also tried shopping at Penny Mustard, and those guys were out of control. You know when they bring you into the back room before they'll tell you a price, and they go over the technology of their spring coils and how they're all individually made from some space age polymer or something. Yeah. They gave me a price that was so ridiculous. I seriously, I could have bought a car and you can't act like you're horrified because that makes you sound really cheap. So, uh, I end up, you know, you end up asking, I'm like, Oh yeah, that seems like a reasonable price. Uh, you don't have this in like rubber ducky print or polka dots, do you? <laughs> no, uh, it's too bad because I would totally walk out the door with one right now. <laughs> so that's Penny Mustard. Um, next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was um, Best Behavior Ben. Boy, you know what? You you really had Ben there. I think you need to follow up on this line of inquiry because you're absolutely right. I tried talking to Ben about this a little bit, but uh, I wasn't able to nail down the essence of it like you were, you know. It's, um, I mean, trying new things. He's definitely on best behavior. And it's funny how when you're in these relationships and you're trying new things, there's always something like dancing or going to weddings. Who who wants to go to a wedding? Not, not only is he aged out, like you said, like who's getting married that you know? What dude wants to go to a wedding anyway? You know, your true friends won't even invite you. That's how you know if they really like you. They won't invite you to the wedding in the first place. I like that. 
And we'll see if these new activities here, if they include um, any guy stuff. Like, you know, I, I doubt you, they'll be doing um, craft brewing or fucking fantasy football or <laughs> something like that. It's not a bad stuff. point. It is a great I point. I don't know what's next, if it's going to be like ceramic class or something or... I don't know, Hot board yoga? and brush or something like that. I but, think um, pedicure is board and brush. two topics. I have something else I want to tell you, but I can't think about it right now. Um, there you will. You got it. Yeah, so I'll just leave you with the two. But, uh, oh, I know what I yep. want to say. Uh, thank you for reading my letter. I know my handwriting wasn't great, but uh, I think Dave needs to not read anymore <laughs> on the podcast. I think he's shown that several times. I'm not trying to make fun of his dyslexia or uh, whatever your learning disability is. Yeah, but, you shouldn't, uh, <laughs> shouldn't make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, Yeah, uh, not, not try and cold read anything on that show. Not that my handwriting was great. But, no, it's uh, shit. You know, with the jokes, too. So, um, no, I prefer the that, jokes that way. Loving the show. Um, hope you like the card. And uh... Yeah, so here's the thing. I shouldn't have to defend this, but this is I'm going to. The jokes Ben doesn't let me read because he likes to do the cold read. His handwriting is worse than Nathan's. And I put a picture of Nathan's. Hey, I can read just fine. But so this is what brings me back to it. So they had my cousin Lisa read a section of her book and she she made a couple hiccups. She's an English teacher. She's an author. She ain't perfect. Okay. So I want to point that out. One. Two, um, well, first of all, do you do you have any response to anything Nathan said there? Well, I will say, um, you know, uh, making my bright, putting a shade on my lamp doesn't make yours any brighter. Okay, <laughs> I would I would start with that, but uh, yeah, it's probably a little nauseating for other people to go like, oh, look, like he's happy. But I, I but 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 I will say that I are you though. Uh, yeah, yeah. And okay. I will say that I have earned all, I've earned every drop of all my cynicism. So when I do something and I enjoy it, then I go, you get that too. Um, so yeah, it's disgusting to see people happy. Okay. Uh, you know, well, so anyway, the reading, uh, she reads and I'm thinking to myself, so she read a part of her book. Oh, you and thought I, that was my whole thought. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. saying like he had a good point about, uh, yeah, it is. I never thought about that. I guess now I'm thinking about that in real time. About all, all the new hobbies are, I guess. Has she come to you girly? and said, "What do you? What kind of hobby would should I jump in on of yours?" Well, she makes the best old fashioned I've ever had in my life. Okay. So we do like manly things like bourbon. Uh, I, so she already likes drinking, yeah, and making drinks. That's yeah. not a leap for her. That's no. just in court. You guys have that in common. What are you? You weren't in. You weren't. You weren't a person who was all about dancing and was like met another person who liked. But dancing. neither neither was she. And it's so hilarious that you think she's like in a in a barrio somewhere. And like her I don't fam- know why you keep saying a barrio. Isn't a barrio just the neighborhood? Yeah. Okay. So you're, she is in a, a neighborhood. A favela was the word I was looking for oh. last time. That's a, a Brazilian neighborhood. Okay. Brazilian barrio. But no, it's not like it's not like Jenny from the block where they're all like going go white boy. It's not like that. Her family's actually. Okay. I feel like they're whiter than mine, but like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. My family's super. What color is your family? Oh, the, okay. The right color. Oh no. Um, no, like uh, I'm trying to think of the only hobbies really I've cited is like cooking and mm. dancing and drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like those are particularly feminine things. Yeah. I don't know about that. The best chefs are who? I am. Dudes, yeah, that's I right, baby. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, maybe not true. I don't know. A lot of them are, but no, that, that got me thinking. I'm like, now I have to. You know, we'll have to go shoot some guns or something. <laughs> okay. I can't so, think of any super masculine 
hobbies that I would want to do jujitsu with her. I was going to say karate. I send you a lot of Steven Seagal stuff, and I'm hoping it would motivate you. She'll watch sports with me. Have you watched any Steven Seagal movies or any manly movies? No, I tried to make her watch UHF, and I even <laughs> talked to my brothers about that because that's one of my it's favorite funny, movies. It's funny that you say that because I'm like manly movies, but then I'm like that is the most manly type of movie ever because all men would think that was good, <laughs> and all chicks would be like, "This is the worst thing." We're ever. We're referring to Weird Al's movie UHF, which has a slew of celebrities before mm-hmm. they were famous, but. That is a specifically guy yeah. movie, and I was like, oh, you're, sure. "I was like, you're not gonna like this movie, but we're gonna watch this." And double I was right. feature, Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good too. Oh, an American movie, mm-hmm. which she, yeah, she, you know, she, she did her best. So go on. Anyway, so reading books, reading books. I read. Um, I'm trying to think uh, on writing by Stephen King. I I ear listened to it as my wife would say. Stephen King has one of the most obnoxious reading voices and speaking voices of all time. Now, he's a great writer, terrible reader. When I have to be very specific when I'm listening to an audiobook, an author can take you right out of it. We may have touched on this before. It's David Goggins does not read his own books. He has someone else read it, which I'm did. grateful I he for. Did. No, he does not. He has oh. another dude read it. Then he pops in at the chapter mark and they, they go over it. Okay. Jocko Willink reads his books and it's like I Great. Could, I like it but I could also take a li- someone with a little less edge but would it be the same book I don't know so yeah. well true crime podcasts are that way too I've been trying to find some more of those recently mm-hmm. I, I can't remember some of the great ones I listened to and forgot about but if you don't like their voice right off the bat you're like I'm not into this there was one that we both listened to that were like this this dude is the most obnoxious person the like algorithm his, yeah, that's what it was. His inflection was up, or he oh. had like a very sing-songy. Oh, dude, he was very like. And then this guy got murdered. <laughs> so yeah, the algorithm podcast was like. Then they found some bodies in the <laughs> in the swamp, and I was like, "Ew, gross! There's blood everywhere." Anyways, we interviewed the detective. So I started to think about audiobooks, and I'm like, I can. It it takes a very specific skill set to read a book to me. And I don't know if everybody feels the same way. I'm sure people have favorite authors and ones that they, I feel like more than not on a book of fiction, I don't want the author to be the reader. I want a known voice, a celebrity voice to read John Hamm, read me everything. Mark Hamill. I mean, I'm not a fan of Mark Hamill, but I definitely, he's a recognizable voice. That's my think, dream job. If I didn't have to clear my stupid broken nose every four seconds, that'd be my job. Like I read my kids' books still sometimes. They're 11, 12 now, but they still like it. And when you clear your nose, are they like, you're taking me out of the story, but <laughs> Yeah, dude. They're just like, how come you make that noise all the time? I can't help it. But like, yeah, I love, I do, I do the voices of the different animals for Wild Robot. It's the funnest gig ever. But dude. in audio books, I guess I would say it's, you know, six of one, half dozen the other. The author doesn't necessarily change voices while they're reading it, while no, they're narrating. That's more of a kid book thing. You shouldn't do I it. have heard it though because I just listened <laughs> then to the killer came out and he was like I just Arr. listened to Heat Two. Okay. And the author does an amazing Al Pacino uh impression. In the book? Yeah. So he when he though. does the, when he does the Vincent Hanna parts, it's all in the Al Pacino voice. It's pretty crazy, but it, it works. It's really good. Um, that's yeah. They don't normally, I yes, listen to, I think, um, when I was listening to the song of ice and fire, the game of Thrones books, uh, the second one clash of Kings or the third, third and fourth were done by a different person. And he was like, dude, he sounded like he was a Viking, a small scratchy voice Viking that just jumped out of the boat. He's like, and then they stormed the beaches yard. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, it's a pirate, but I still did it anyways. But it was dude. Yeah. It took me way out of it. So it's my dream job doing, doing voiceover work. I don't have the voice for it. 
But my God, do it's you my or dream. don't you? I, How do you know you don't? I, I I think I do. I just have low self esteem. Yeah. Like doing like like Pixar or whatever. Like you're you're Woody. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh my God. Can you think? I cannot think of a better job in the world. But than that. but Tom Hanks, uh, he's Woody, right? Tom Hanks. Correct. He didn't do Woody. He was just Tom Hanks, and they put that to Woody, and he didn't really have. In fact, so there's on all, hope on all the toys. His brother, Tom Hanks' brother, does the voiceover action for all the the voiceover action activity for all the Woody toys. Really? Because his voice, yeah, Luke could look it up, guarantee it. So he cut his brother, and he's like, "Hey, I don't want to even do this. You could take the royalties. You could do whatever. Did you, you see do that Woody voice. Did you see that Super Bowl commercial where everyone was doing walking? No, you know, walking so like fished yeah. out. No, everybody does yeah. walking. He's like going out to eat and getting an Uber and all stuff. And everyone's like, hello, Mr. Walking. Like they're all doing it. Was this just to set yourself up for that? No, because okay. mine's there. Anyone can do it. Right. It's not impressive. You know what I mean? But that was the only one impressive. that kind of made me laugh. You know? Yeah. Super Bowl commercials. I actually, this year was interested in the actual Super Bowl only because I was like, that's kind of a, a good, good game back and forth. Yep. Could care less about could care less about the Super Bowl commercials. Could care way less about the halftime show. You, could, fact, I you went couldn't up, care less. No, either. I could. I've gone over this before. There's a way to care less. I could do it. Chose not to. I didn't even care enough to watch it. I went upstairs and took a shower during the Super Bowl, which was my turning my back toward fireworks. Wow. I was like, it's terrible. I Usher hasn't been relevant for 20 years or we're, 15 years. We're super late on this now because everyone's already talked about That's it. That's why I like to do it. I, I thought uh, I thought it was great. The halftime. No was, surprise. No, no surprise. I mean, I wasn't like, I want to see it again, mm-hmm. but... What are, what are people mad? Show Taylor Swift on TV. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like. I don't know why people get angry about that. And people just angry to be angry. I don't know. I don't think we think for ourselves anymore. No doubt. You just go, Taylor Swift's on TV. A bunch am of I, people I, don't like it. Am I in that camp or am I in the other camp? Yeah. Do I mind her on TV or do I not mind? Or no, no. Do I love her on the TV all the time or do I hate it? And I'm just like, it's a famous person watching her boyfriend. What? She's the most famous woman in the world, kind of. You're not going to show her like that's stupid. But but this is my hot take on that. I don't believe that the people are even the ones that were concerned with it. I believe the NFL and their marketing people said we're going to set up two camps: the people that do like it and the people that don't, and we're going to put that narrative out there, and we're going to show her a bunch and and then create this drama that people don't want to see it because it brings everybody there to say, are they going to show her? Aren't they going to show her? I like to be angry. So if they show her, I'm going to be angry. Like who cares? Who well, really it's, cares? It's the same thing now. Like the Chicago bears just got a female coach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the coaches, not the head, but one yeah, of the coaches. Like an offensive coordinator or something, uh, something like that. But it's like immediately, Oh, that's horrible. Or all oh, is wonderful. How about it's just some stuff that happened. <laughs> who cares? Let's see how they do. <laughs> but think about this. When it was a big deal to stand or kneel, we had to watch it. And then when it was, we were moved on to the next thing. It's like, we'll just start filming after the, after the national anthem. It won't even be on TV. It's not relevant anymore. Yeah. So I just believe this was completely contrived by the NFL, just like the relationship. That's my hot take. Yeah. Oh, back to the Super Bowl halftime. The, well, the commercial sucked. There was like one or two decent ones. Like the walking one wasn't even good. It was like fine, but they were just, the Ben Affleck one wasn't good either. Don't try to say it was. No, it's, it's, none okay. of them made me happy. Or I was just like, well, there's a bunch of, who gives a shit? But um, the halftime show, I thought, I mean, dude, he's dancing on roller skates. Yeah. That doesn't, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to watch people dance. Okay. But so for somebody, me personally, but I don't care. But somebody's dancing on roller skates and singing and dancing and doing all these. Wasn't he in Roll Bounce though, dude? So he did get no. training. Is that racist? I mean, to assume he was in Roll mm-hmm. Bounce. Yeah. I think he was. Okay. You just doubled down <laughs> on it. But no, I don't believe he was. No, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I, buddy. I know a little Bow Wow and Nick Cannon were. I don't think they had room for a oh. third. Okay. No, I don't think so. A third star. 
Um, but no, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I want to watch it again. It was great. I just go, dude, it's dancing on skates. What, what do you want? I mean, I know a lot of people, I don't want to see Madonna. I could give you a list. I don't want to see you two. I don't know who I want to see. When's the last time you saw one that was, I guess. When's the last time you saw one that was like, like that, that, that was, let's just all agree for the, for the Super Bowl. And I know this comes from a late middle-aged white guy. I was going to say, let's just all agree that country music fits the best, but it's not really a totally white sport. So Dude, maybe it, I'm wrong. It, I don't know. When Ludacris comes Although out. Although Beyonce did a country song. So just let's I heard that. about that. I haven't heard it. When Ludacris comes out for a halftime show, I'm automatically like, I at least kind of like it. It's got Luda. I don't know why that guy gets a pass. Luda's I just awesome, don't get it. Dude. I don't get it. I don't I, understand. Why. I went and saw him in Wisconsin last year. He ruled. Yeah. I only know the one song that he has, and I don't even know which one that is. He's got a bunch of great ones. Where he says his name in the song. That's the only one I know. Yeah. So you don't want people to read. Keep no. on track. You don't want people to read books to you. Um on books. We got two more phone calls, so go ahead. You, on books, real quick, I did a thing on the page that said name a TV show or mm-hmm. a movie that holds up with the book. I've been striking out so bad recently. I've been reading a little bit more, and every time I try to watch it, like it's that, there's that movie, All the Light We Cannot See, mm-hmm. the, nay, the book. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoyed it. And so then they put a series out, and I watched the trailer, and it looked beautiful. And I'm watching it, and 20 minutes in, They've changed several plot yeah. lines. You They've, talked about this. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, no, um, it's all right. I just, I, I went to listen to the book after you suggested and I couldn't even make it through the book. Or the book's Listening real, to I it. Really Again, it. because of my problem, my ADHD when it comes to listening and. Well, I've read them. Yeah. That would have probably worked out better for There me. was like this show called Lessons in Chemistry that's based off a book someone recommended. I read it. It's very girl power. But I was like, I want to see. It's cool mm. to see what you read on TV. But, you know, again, 20 minutes in, I'm like, that's not what they did. You like a book so much, then make that book. Mm-hmm. Like make, why yeah. would you then go like, I felt so passionate about this book, I had to film it and change it. I think it's a truly human thing to say, I love this piece of art, but watch me make it better than you did. Let me take what you did and put my spin on it. Make the, it my own. That Lessons in Chemistry, the book's already super like woke mm-hmm. and like girl power, which fine, whatever. But the, Brie Larson doubles down and makes mm-hmm. it even more so. I think her star is fading. I guess. I don't know. All right. Next phone call. And unfortunately for you guys, I can't just play the phone call. I got to do something special for this one because I called for it and I got it. forgot about that kind of <laughs> all right let's hear what he has to say hey, you todd here oh ben you snowflake you your daughter's not graduating fifth grade she's passing fifth grade quit contributing to the downfall of society however <laughs> i will agree with you that dave will not spend any money on himself because he doesn't feel he deserves it so we're going to kill two birds with one stone here ben this is going to be your first tiktok video dave go find a mirror 
Look in that mirror and repeat after me. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, <laughs> and doggone it, people like me. If it worked for Stuart Smiley, it can work for you. Then go spend some of that mega cash your wife makes, buy yourself whatever you need to podcast, because I'm not listening to another 14 minutes of dead air at the end of your show. Yeah, As that, always, keep up the good work. Yeah, that, I, I forgot to mention that was yeah. weird too. Yeah, so <laughs> I... What happened was the show went an extra, like, I, I get obviously 14 minutes uh, when we recorded it, and I thought we were meandering, so I just lopped that last 14 minutes off and said, hey, I'll revisit some of that stuff better when I've tightened up, you know, oh. what we'll talk about a little bit better, and I forgot to adjust the timeline uh, when I created the, the file, so, you know what, Todd? How about that? <laughs> yeah. But he is right. Your daughter me. didn't graduate fifth grade. I thought it was going to be a hidden thing, like, in the 90s. I thought I I went to the very end hoping like it was going to be like, I don't know. Just me beatboxing. Just some outlandish (laughs) Satan talking backwards or something like that. Yeah, she didn't graduate, I guess. Everybody says that. You're not the only person. That's the new nomenclature or or verbiage. In my mind, she's going to a different school. Mm -hmm. So she's graduating elementary. Mm -hmm. Passing is the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Did they do a graduation ceremony? Air Todd. Some kids do. You're right. Um, Some schools have a nursery school graduation. Preschool. Yeah, stupid. I went to those. It is dumb. Four of them, I think, technically. Yeah. Was it fun? Oh, dude, it was a blast. Extreme waste of time. Yeah, they all picked their nose. All right, and uh, one more. Let me ask you a question. I just started episode six. uh, Mm -hmm. The uh, This is Harvey Woodline catching up. You guys. And it's the one after the algorithm one. And it's another one where you're, it's the one where you're talking about. At the light, turn left on the south corner. Okay. 306. Oh, okay. Talking about losing content. But this has happened to you a few times. I don't understand why you don't. And I mean, I, I'm ignorant about this shit. I don't know. So I'm just asking you, like, why do you not have a backup system in place? Even if it's like analog tape or something where it's just like an old school, you know, recording system just put between you guys. Because I, I, I feel what you're saying about having just a great spontaneous riff back and forth and then it's just completely gone. Like I said, I know that's happened to you before. Why do you not have a backup? Um, I'm, it's, not, I, it's not a criticism. I'm genuinely curious it's as to why that hasn't been implemented yet. Mm. Um, I'm driving all over creation today, so I'm trying to power through everything that I'm, I'm behind on. So what... Okay. He, he so he's catching up. So he he, 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 he meant three oh six. Yeah, but he needs a backup for his message. <laughs> so I cut it short, just because I was done listening to it. Uh, did you did to the last one too, right? Yeah. I just well, once you get the gist of it, you know, I mean, what do you what do you need? <laughs> All right, fine. You need to have a phone hung up. Note number one. I could pot it down and make it more. He meant three oh six, but I get what he's saying exactly. Um, I you're gonna take this one? Oh, I just want to say that I would listen to him read an audiobook. Yeah. He does have a pleasant voice. His voice is like locally grown honey. <laughs> I, we have a redundancy now. Okay. There was a time where I had a digital recorder attached. I was doing so well for so long. I was like, I could take these training wheels off. We're good to go. And then uh, <laughs> more technical difficulty. Yeah. And now I have my computer propped up so I can actually see it's recording. I'm recording in this device and then also to my computer. Um, so we shouldn't run into that issue again, but we probably will. And the reason I don't do an old school tape recorder is because I wouldn't want to listen to the sound of an old tape recorder. I wouldn't expect you to That either. is the answer is that it would sound bad. Yeah. If you'd have it, technically you'd have it. Yes. But. And I probably have had that happen before where I had a, you could, I think there was one time recently where 
I could, you were talking and you could hear me through your microphone. So it's people horrible. could have heard it, but it's stupid. I'm not I doing have, it. I have beef with our female listeners. Okay. Dude, I'm talking about dancing. I'm talking about cooking. We're talking about buying flowers. And it's the only dudes that are calling. Like, <laughs> I just told you guys I read lessons in chemistry. Well, that with, made my manhood shrink. So maybe this will make people, uh, make it easier for people. As you saw, the sound quality from uh, Harvey Woodlawn was better than it was from Nathan because he just did it over his phone. So he went to Instagram or Facebook Messenger and just record, did a recording from his phone. Totally appropriate. You don't need to call the phone line. He always line. sent you an audio message. Yeah, he message. sent me an audio message. Okay. So I was able to just drag it over and losing no sound quality, whereas in Nathan was talking into a phone and then it went to a voicemail box. So this is the wave of the future. Maybe setting up a voicemail box was a little... Well, you know, not as contemporary. As I mean, that screws been. up your song quite a bit. Well, you just won't tell anybody. I'm just, I'm just right saying, now. like, how many girl-related things do I have to talk about before girls weigh in? I don't know. Just freeloading, like always. Just freeloading. So, do you have jokes? Right? You want to read some jokes? Um, or do you want to wait yeah, on them? Okay, yeah, but before, no, so before I don't have you a, do, I have a few. I want to get through this real quick. I had, I had trouble being funny. So. I put out there, and you know, my favorite thing to do on the podcast is have you review movies. And so I put out on our Facebook page, hey, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys. Tell me what movies you think Ben should review. So you get to pick from this list. This week? I mean, I'd like you Dude, to. I'll I mean, try you, to watch you, you get today. two weeks between. So Two weeks. Okay, now ready? do you know what I've seen? Two weeks. I'm going to. Oh, you're going to make me do it? Hold on. See, now I missed a perfect opportunity. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Um, I'm going to read this off. Some of these we already did, I think. So if, if you've watched it, I don't, and even if you've seen it uh, and you saw it at age appropriate, it's off the list. I, you can't review it. It has to be something you've not seen. Correct. Okay. And it has to be in the eighties or early nineties. Correct. All right. Better off dead. Love it. You've seen it. Yeah. Seen so it. seen it, loved it. It's great. Yeah. Best of the best. Never heard of it's it. It's a karate movie with uh, about Taekwondo and it has Eric, it stars Eric Roberts and also um, Chris Penn as karate expert. I've never heard of it. Okay. Interested? Potentially? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, the Wraith. I did that on this we show. Did it, watched it. Did you, you remember liking it? I think, liking? It's, I think it's terrible. Okay. That doesn't mean you didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Never actually seen it. Referenced it and talked about it my whole life, but never seen it. Maybe it's time. You know that wouldn't be allowed in my house. They live. No. Okay. Uh, Valley Girl. Nye. Basket Case. No idea what that even is. I've seen 25 minutes of it, and I've referenced it my whole life because it made me laugh. Uh, there's a scene, What is it? Basket Case. It may be Basket Case Part 2, but he finds another creature that lives in a basket, and he has sex Oh, it's it. a scary movie. It's yeah, a it's a creature that comes out of a basket. Okay. And then at one point he does um, like have ghoulies? sex with another one. Well, they come out of the toilet. Kind of like, remember Krang from Ninja Turtles? Mm -hmm. I think it's like that. Okay. Okay. But I, I would say that I don't know enough. I That doesn't count as me seeing it. I just saw a sex scene with a brain, and oh. I want to see it again. Just one of the guys. Nar. Never? No, I don't know okay. what it is. One Crazy Summer? No, I don't know. I thought we did it here. It's John Cusack. He goes away for the summer, uh, and he play he he builds a boat, and they do like a, a boat race. It's like a high school movie, like when John Cusack was young. Right? It's not ringing a bell. Okay, well that's a good one for sure. If you haven't, uh, the last Starfighter, great. Cobra, 
Great. Uh, the Sure Thing. No, sure I, I want to watch Cobra again because I want to, but maybe extra credit. Sure Thing. No idea. Eddie and the Cruisers. No. Uh, Rad, the BMX movie. I know, never seen it. The Lost Boys. Seen it, yeah. That's it, vampires, right? Mm-hmm. Adventures in Babysitting. Seen it, great. Real, and Real Genius with Val Kilmer. Real Genius. Yeah, no, they, I've seen Top Secret. I thought, I thought we did Real Genius. It's where they, they, they're like at an MIT sort of college and they're building a laser. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. So out of this list, you can choose or I will choose. If you can't make a choice, I'm choosing for you. Oh, what are the ones I set up? I, I can't. Oh, my My Lord. brain's not working great. No, uh, you you choose then. I am going to say. I, I really want to see Basket Case. <laughs> but then I have to watch it because I've never seen it. So you, uh, we, that's going to be something. Right. Where maybe that's a whole other one where we both review a movie we've also, never seen. Yeah. Um, you pick. I would like you to see Real Genius because it's probably my favorite 80s movie of all time. Whoa. Yeah. It's definitely in my top 10. Definitely. Over my bodyguard. Totally different kind of movies. This is a comedy. So I guess, yeah, breaking out into... Okay, uh, real genius it is. All right, real genius. All right, jokes. You got some? No, I sent you some, right? All right, I have to look on my phone. I um, need to buy a printer. Sometimes I do it at work. <laughs> yeah, I would be able to read them better if you did that. I was at work the other day, and this guy's like, what are you working on? And I go, I'm writing jokes. <laughs> and he goes, what? He's like, I go, not work? I go, ex- like, no, I go no. excuse me, I need the printer for a minute. So All I had right. to print them out. And then I left them on the desk, and I, I came back. And he goes, yeah, there's this pile of stuff on the desk. Do you, do you need this? And I go, I'd like you to read some of them, please. And he read, uh, I think he read one about a rapper that I wrote. So I am going to cold read these again. And uh, you can either go first or I'll go first. You tell me what you want. I will start at the top and I'll do number one. One honorable mention. I don't know. We'll see if we get to it. So, jokes this week. <clears throat> Tidy Cat sells a new kitty litter that changes colors, visually illustrating if your cat is suffering from an illness. It changes green if the cat has kidney issues, blue if there is a high alkaline level, and it looks huge if a human shits in it. BBC News has been listed as the number one news app by Solutions.com. Listed by as the best app. How does that? Okay. Listed by as the best app. Just listed as the Okay. Listed as the new best app to notify you and tell you who just got sick or died. Ben's mom. All right, let's do that. I'll one do again, it again. But yeah, okay. BBC News has <laughs> BBC <laughs> you're making Nathan right here. BBC News has been listed as the number one news app by netsolutions.com. Listed as the best app to notify you and tell you who just got sick or died. Ben's mom. <laughs> better, better, better. Well, in a new list of the most common causes of injuries for kids this year, Falls has been ousted from its number one spot, being replaced by, oh no, I'm sorry, it's actually still Falls on account of kids are too stupid to walk. Note, this would be the leading cause of Walmart injuries as well, but they do offer those fat people scooter things. <laughs> the Bears made history this week, hitting their first hitting their first ever female coach. Hiring. 
Okay, no, whose correct. fault is this, Dude, bro? I was on drugs. The Bears made history this week hiring their first ever female coach. I don't have a joke for that. It's progressive, smart, and level-headed. Former Mayor Lori Lightfoot agreed with me and was quoted as saying, I think it's great. I can say from experience that it's not easy making Chicago worse, but if I did it, anyone can. Yeah, I like that. that. Mr. and Mrs. Smith has been made into a TV reboot on Prime. But don't worry, in an attempt to be more sensitive... The killing, maiming, assassinating, spying, lying, high-speed chasing, profanities, and gratuitous sex will now be done by a black man and an Asian woman. All right. Look, I I was going to go back and edit this, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I want people to know that you mistyped. I'm oh, cold reading. Okay, but it was wrong, right? No, when I read it, I it want good. people to know it was wrong. I'll get better. That's it. We will see you next time. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let me get to it. It's good with our podcast show.